What's up, everyone? This is episode 52 of the TorontoGameDose.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude from TorontoGameDose.com. Uh, with me, as always, is Brett from Heart Circle. What it is. And we also have Composing Dan as well. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> um, toy, growing up. <laughs> <laughs> number 52. All right. We should just, let's just go straight to hype time. Hype. Nice. Nice. All right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Director of Hype. I've been too busy to direct the hype. <laughs> we got Game Dev Drinks is happening, but, uh, you know. That's always happening. That's always happening. Trontaru is uh, happening. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've been too busy to, to control. I'm, I'm not director of hype anymore. I'm retired. Any, any Toronto thing? developers going to, uh, going to the TGD? Uh, oh, the Tokyo Game Show? Yeah, what's it called? TGS? TGS. TGS. I think uh, 13 a.m. is going. 13 a.m. will be there, right? Because they're doing that, uh, um, oh, what's yeah. the pop game or whatever? Pirate, Pirate pop. pop Plus? Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. They uh, should be there. And I think that will be it that I know of off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know any either. Um, I have a few things. All, All right, right, do so. it. Back to being director of hype, good. <laughs> Back to just doing everything else. <laughs> the director of everything. <laughs> uh, all right, so the Festival of International Virtual and Augmented Reality Stories is on September 16th to 18th. Um, Fivers, F-I-V-A-R-S. Uh, it's the, like basically a virtual reality conference, so there's different talks and stuff like that. So you can check out the site. Um, and then Vetbrite for all the, like basically the full list of things. So it's not like, it's basically like a conference where you go to like the different talks. So you'd only go to the talks that you're interested in and stuff. So if you're, if you're a fan of virtual reality or augmented re- reality, such as Brett, um, Word. you can check that out. So that's, yeah, again, September 16th to September 18th. Are you going to go? Uh, probably not. No, maybe. I thought you're a big VR fan. Yeah. VR man. Oh, that's what that is what they call me. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I have something that I can't do. That's next weekend. Oh yeah, that's why I'm not here this week. Next weekend, I'm in. I'm back home at the parents. Oh, oh okay, okay. So I'm gone. Uh, the second thing so... is introduction to Unreal. Uh, Epic Games has come to Toronto and given a presentation on the Unreal Engine. Nice. Uh, it's Thursday, September 22nd. Uh, topics include UI, terminology, conventions, content management, and learning resources. Mm-hmm. Um, this tutorial. Su- oh, sorry. When did you say that is? Twenty uh, second Thursday of September. Hmm. I might be there for that. This tutorial is suitable for all game development disciplines, art, design, and programming. No prior knowledge of Unreal Engine four is necessary, but attendees should have working knowledge of the three D game development pipeline. Refre- refreshments will be provided. Ooh, nice. Your tickets? Uh, it's a free event. So if you go to the site, trongamedes.com slash Toronto dash events. You'll see that there's Eventbrite uh, set up. Okay, that's awesome, and they're doing so they're doing an Unreal, um, just tutorial, I, I guess. Yeah, I talked I talked to one of the guys about it because um, he basically was saying that you know Unity is is Epic isn't really uh, out there for indie games, 
and that's what they kind of want to break into. Unreal, you mean? Uh, yeah, sorry, Unreal. Um, so they they're doing like a bunch of these things, kind of in in different like hubs, uh, mm. like video game hubs. So the guy told me that they're doing one in Montreal and stuff like that. So I think it's just a way to kind of get some more indie games using uh, Unreal Engine because I, I would assume a lot of them use Unity, right, Brett? Huh? What? I was reading the thing. Say that again. I think Unity's yeah, Unity's yeah, Unity's the Unity seems to be the go-to right now, and then there's Game Maker as well as the secondary go-to. But everyone's doing Unity right now. I I personally don't know anybody working in Unreal. I do. You do? Yeah. Oh, Snap's working in Unreal. Oh, Snap is. Yeah. For uh, their uh, Quasar's done in Unreal. Is it really? Yeah. Cool. Oh. Um. So maybe they'll be there to check shit out. You know. <clears throat> maybe maybe uh, the no, last I, might, thing, I might go the last thing is the hand eye society fancy video game party uh their ball annual annual like oh, fancy. Yes. yes uh so that's saturday september 24th uh tickets are 25 dollars um i'm going this year I, mean, I didn't go last year so this will be my first time but mm-hmm. annual event it's 19 plus so get your drink on Sorry, what was that last one? I missed it. I was looking at Epic Games games. The Hand-Eye Society Ball. Oh, cool. They're like fancy video game party. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Hmm. When's that? Uh, September 24th. Uh, I wish I could go. Mm. Cannot. No? No. I Like, I've got a gig coming up on October 14th and, like, trying to find time to practice, practice. and rehearse for it is kind of like the rest of my free time right now. Right. Do you need an opener? <laughs> we do have an opener. Do we need a comedy opener before the opener? The yep. opener for the opener? Opener for the opener? That's interesting. Comedy yeah. never does well before music. It's a historical fact. I didn't know. Uh, oh, it's people aren't there for comedy, like in the mood for it. Kind no. of Tenacious D did that when they, when I saw them like a long time ago, when the movie came out. So people, oh, yeah. are, if they're yeah. going to watch Nation D, they're in the mood for laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more. Yeah, you're right. That's more. Uh, like usually, music. it's good to warm them up, and then you get them into the music. But yeah, totally. It happens. It's a regular thing. Cool. That's hype time. Yeah. Hype. Unless Dan, do you got anything? We forgot one extra thing for hype time. Oh, oh. we forgot. Uh, there's a special day on September 19th. Which is my birthday, so oh. we're going to be hyping that up. <laughs> hyping Brett's birthday. Birthday, like September 19th. I don't know what I'm doing, but it's happening. <laughs> September 19th. It's a Monday. I'm just... probably going to party it up on game dev drink night. That's, that's probably when I'm going to really have my birthday celebration. You should nice. stream like all day and just drink all day. No. <laughs> So anybody going to Game Dev Drinks, bring bring Brett a, a like a physically wrapped present. Oh yes, <laughs> it could be it could be a joke gift, but just physically wrap it so that we have a table full of presents. That'd be awesome. It's just gonna be you that brings the gift. <laughs> <laughs> Never know. Never know. Never know. That'd be interesting. <laughs> I'd, love it. I'd love it if people brought physically wrapped presents. That'd be awesome. Game Dev Drinks is the last Wednesday of this month, right? Yeah. Okay, I don't know if I can go to that. Um, oh, so that's going to be almost good. two weeks after your birthday. Yeah. Why isn't it on the third? 
Uh, someone booked it before me. Or the fourth, rather. There's a lot of Wednesdays in this month. Yeah, I know. But someone booked it before me, oh. and I'm just like, I, I, every time that happens, I just look like, just sit there and like, dude, you know, I've been booking the third week of the Wednesday every every like the last year. Why are you letting people book on the day that I want? But whatever. Can't you it's, just like book every Wednesday from now until the end of the year? I usually book like four months in advance. Yeah, that works. True. So, yeah. Right. Usually, just because it makes it's just it's easy. You never know. You could be gone, right? You could be like, yeah, you never know. I, I might, I might be gone. You never know. From <laughs> he's going to move to you know, uh, friggin' New Zealand and work for a video game company out there, probably. No, no, probably not. <laughs> Australia, then. No, you know, you know they're going to call you Brit. <laughs> I'll be – oh, man. There's, there will be a lot of rage in Australia if that happens. Uh, let's go to news time. Why so sad, Brit? Uh, people are going to get punched in the throat. News, news, like, news. <laughs> news. News, 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 I news. I hear Steve's just trying to push that news through. Let's check it out. What's going on? Did you just <laughs> news, 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 news with yeah, the work? No, that, wow. was, that was last episode. You can't keep reusing it. Oh, no. That's the thing now. <laughs> yeah, we changed it. So it is now. Right. News, 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 news. <laughs> Everybody's got to get their news. news, news, news. <laughs> All right, only three things, and only one, and only Why two of them are actually news. Only three things, buddy. Uh, I just was burnt out this week. I didn't really do much. Mm. <laughs> um, number one, which isn't really news, I did a video for the top five PlayStation Vita games that I developed in Toronto. So well, as, by top five, do you mean like your favorite? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it should say your favorite Steve, Steve Crane or Crane's favorite or not the top five. No, top five. No, I'm sure if you say top five, that's that. That seems like it's the definitive top list. Of <laughs> no, if you go to be- if you go to IGN or anything like that, they don't say I like they don't say whatever the writers at IGN's name are top five lists or top 20 or whatever they do. They just say top five. This is the def- def- definitive list. I'm like the Vita master. No one else knows the Vita. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. So but if on. you look on the thing, it actually is like, it oh. says like top 100 comic book villains dash IGN, right? Like it still says IGN. Yeah, no, this is good. This is good. It's, it's, it's under my it's, channel, though, so it's kind of assumed that it's from like Toronto Game Devs. Steve is the only one who plays Vita, so this is you could kind of assume that this is uh, definitive. Yeah, exactly. Well, what's on the list? Oh, so you didn't five. do a recap? No, you have to watch the video. Number five, we are doomed. Uh, this is the. Wait, twin- did we move on? No, I'm I'm seeing oh. the list now. Yeah, we went from number one to number five. Yeah, I know. I was like, well, how can we go to five? What happened? Because <laughs> I'm counting, five. I'm counting up doomed. the games. Ooh. I'm watching your video, so. Oh, I like that. Okay, let's go. So let's let's hear him, Steve. Because oh, you got a new position. I'm I curious see. what your top five are. Number five is We Are Doomed. Uh, it's the twin six shooter from Vertex Bot. They're working on uh, Graceful Explosion Machine. Nice. Number yep. four is Home uh, from Benjamin Rivers, who just did Along with You. I liked Home a lot more though. Agreed. I liked. I, I loved Home. Yeah, you. Well, played... actually, actually, I can't say agree because I never played Along with You, but I did like Home a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you played on iOS like last week. Maybe. Oh, I, I crushed it too. And I had like deadlines that I had to do, and I, I played it for like five minutes, uh, and then I just couldn't put it down. Five minutes turned into half an hour, 
And then I took like a five minute break to work <laughs> and then I ended up playing the rest of the game. I mean, it's only like the game's only like an hour, hour and a half or two or something like that. Right? Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Hour, just over an hour. Yeah. So you like, it's definitely, you definitely had to play in one sitting. That's why, I, that's why, cause it's on PS4 as well. Uh, and I think I actually played on PS4, but that's why I was like, no, it's a, it's a solid video game. Cause you just lie down in bed or in the couch or whatever. You miss, uh, I missed a few areas though. Like there's some areas that there's like, a, I think, two or three areas that I missed because of uh, I, I just picked the wrong path and then I couldn't go back. Yeah, I think it's sort of designed like that. Yeah. Um, number three, anyway. Severed from Drinkbox Studios. Nice. Uh, which is the newest release, I think, on that list. Yeah, it is. Uh, Have you played it on Wii yet? Or is that, it hasn't been released on Wii yet? No, it's it's the 18th, I think, it comes oh. out on Wii U. Okay, cool. Uh, I, ha- I played a little bit on the 3DS, or sorry, on the iOS uh, and no, I won't play it on three, I guess. Um, oh, I got rid of my list. Number two is Rogue Legacy, which is on, a, I think, like, pretty much every system. Um, mm-hmm. But it's but that game's awesome. It's so hard, though. Like, I suck so bad at it. Right. But it's it was a lot of fun. And for a while, I forget, like, what happened, but my Vita was, like, glitching out. Um, and I had to, like, I was stuck just playing that game. I forget the, like, exact details, but I wasn't, like, if I had tried to go to another game, all the other games except for Rogue Legacy were, like, um, were broken or whatever. And I couldn't download them. I don't know what happened, and I don't know how I fixed it, but I remember that, just thinking that I had to play, like, it was now just a Rogue Legacy machine to me, so. Uh, and number one, Guacamelee, which shouldn't be a surprise for anyone who's listened to this podcast or something on Twitter or anything like that. The game's awesome. It's just the best. Beauty. And it's also available like on most consoles. And there's like that Super Championship Edition and Gold so Edition. Is, stuff, is so. the PSP, oh, sorry, is the PS Vita version um, different at all? Or <coughs> the handheld? Like, Guacamelee on PS3 and Vita is the OG Guacamelee. That's mm-hmm. the, it's the original one. That's where they first like released it. And then throughout the like last two years or three years or whatever, uh, they've, mm-hmm they've added like a little bit of DLC, like costumes and stuff and ported to other systems. Mm. Um, and then the, the last edition was the super championship special edition or something. Yeah. And that did, actually contains like a, like a new map in it. Did Vita get that? No. no. So PS3 and Vita didn't get that, but PS4 and Xbox one and all that got it. Oh, cool. Cool. So nice, man. Uh, I like that you have one thumbs down on the video. <laughs> like someone doesn't. What? Someone definitely doesn't agree with you. Was that you, Brett? Nope. <laughs> really? Because there was no one. There wasn't a down before <laughs> you watched. I'm looking it. at it. I'm sorry. Here, I'll put two down just so you can believe. <laughs> this is my one. Is the second the second thumb? Okay. Now you'll see it. No, I'll give him an. Oh, I do see it. Okay, I'd give you an up, but I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a YouTube account. So just either. so you know, that's my number. Number two is me. <laughs> Thanks, Brett. And it's just purely because Vita sucks. So whatever. Yo, there's 11 Toronto developed games on Vita. That's good. And there's none on 3DS. Because yeah, that's, that's good. Just saying. Uh, honorable they mentions go to Actual Sunlight, Alone With You, and Cell Damage HD, but they just didn't crack the list. So. And Sound Shapes. People, someone asked me about Sound Shapes. I forget if it was on Twitter or if it was on the YouTube channel. And uh, Sound Shapes is, is solid, but, you know. To me, I remember Sound Shapes as being like the triple platinum game that I loved, but not really the game that I liked playing. So. Right on. 
But yeah, check that out on YouTube, Toronto Game Devs uh, channel. I didn't do a weekend review this week because I didn't post anything, so there wasn't a point. But I like, I like this video, dude. I like how you have the guacamole poster in the background. You got a little. Uh, you changed your camera angles a bit too. Yeah, I moved the desk around. So looking slick. Work in progress, as always. Has everything. Looks good, dude. Um, I have right. to buy a spotlight lamp. Yeah, it's still the same like camera that I'm using. Still just like the camera attached to like that's all part of my computer. Or I just get a light. All right, number two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halcyon Six is officially out. So this was released on uh, what's what do they called on Steam early access? Yeah, um, a few months ago. But now it's actually like officially released, which isn't good timing for game dev drinks. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. So. If you haven't, they're going to tell. I, I, I'm really interested in his Kickstarter talk. It's going to be pretty good. Yeah, his because I looked it up actually because they yeah they almost cracked two hundred thousand. Um, wow, on their Kickstarter, they had the the Square Enix Collective mm-hmm. going for them, so that definitely helps. But it'd be interesting to see why they decided to go that route and and um, how much is this going for right now? I think it's. On the kind of expensive side, I think there's a price or a discount. Sorry, fifteen um, percent bucks. Fifteen percent right now. Yeah, it's twenty two dollars with the discount right now. So, nope. Down the pike. Congrats. I wouldn't mind having it, like a, like buying it and streaming it because I think it would do good. Uh, maybe so I'll buy it. I see. I see. Oh, 1860, 1869? Yeah. Cool. I mean, I don't really know a lot about this game. Sounds like something I like to play. It's only on Steam right now, right? Yeah. Do you know if they have any plans on bringing it elsewhere? Um, I don't, actually. I wonder if that was part of their uh, Kickstarter stretch goals. Hmm. Because I'm not, I'm not much of a Steam player. Like, when I'm... I, I mm-hmm. don't like, you know... I don't want to be anywhere near my computer when I'm playing games because I spend so much time in front of my computer right, right. Re- working and writing that when I play games, I'd rather be on my phone, laying on the couch, or on a console, you know, on a TV, just nowhere, not in my studio on a computer. Because mm-hmm. the only computer I have that could actually perform any, you know, decent gameplay would be my writing rig. And I just, I don't put anything on that except for you know, my tools for writing. So I just haven't gotten into steam because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of the same way. Like I, I work a lot in front of my computer too. And so you kind of just don't want to sit in front of your computer more. You yeah, know what I, I mean? I just rather sit on the couch and play a game. Now everyone yeah. says, you know, you can do the big TV or whatever, big screen or whatever it is with steam. I just, I've just never been a computer like player like i've just mm-hmm. always always played consoles i just i growing up i didn't have like a powerful computer so i didn't really have the game like i didn't really i couldn't really play the games steam but, does have a do they have a console like yeah don't steam can't you box. buy those yeah don't can't you buy those steam boxes yeah but they're just go buy a computer <laughs> like the steam box is just it's just computer it's not a very powerful yeah. computer. I'm, I'm assuming that you can play like the you know yeah. higher end steam yeah. games on it right yep but just buy a computer. That's really that's really it. Just buy a computer. 
just yeah, like just spend money on it like a decent piece, then a nice piece. Yeah, yeah. So a That's, lot of games, a whole world of games out there that I haven't had a chance. I mean, it would be a huge money suck too, probably for me because of all the games that uh, I'd like to try on it. Mm. <coughs> well, mm. so for Halcyon Six, they raised one hundred eighty-seven thousand dollars. Wow! Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had a stretch goal at two hundred k for a PlayStation Four version, which they oh. didn't hit. They'll probably do it though. Um, <clears throat> they even say in that that it's unlocks uh, to be released after the PC Mac Linux version. So mm-hmm. if this version does really well, yeah, then they'll have the bank to do it, right? Yeah, and they say we are considering other platforms: Xbox One, PS4, PS Vita, 3DS, iOS, Android, and some will appear as stretch goals depending on the success of the campaign. So I'm sure it's something. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming some of the type of thing where if this sells really well, mm-hmm. then then they'll like look into a PS4 or Xbox One or whatever edition. It looks dope. Yeah, the art is great. Like the pixel art. Um, totally. Yeah. So th- this is an RPG, right? Like, is this? Is yeah, this a it looks grinder? like it's a it's an RPG, mostly an RPG. Yeah, it's, it's a hybrid of sorts, right? Like, I see the turn-based like fighting and whatnot. Oh, yeah. is it all voice acted too? I don't no? know if the whole thing is, but it's got some like base building stuff too, like Fallout Shelter, um, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, what was that alien shooting one that everyone loves? That third person strategy RPG um, shooter, huh? Uh, forget, I'm blanking on it right now. But anyways, um, oh XCOM, yeah, that one. Oh. Base building, that exploration, mm-hmm. some combat. Looks like it's kind of a a few games kind of mashed into one. So yeah, yeah, I haven't played it either. So Brett, it's your job. You you should download this as the PC guy and uh, start playing. Um. You got the 20 bucks? Nope. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we'll, we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see. I, 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 uh, I, I might. It depends, you know. It depends if this my streamers want me to watch. Well, actually, my streamers will watch me play anything right now. So, Except for Overwatch. <laughs> you don't like Overwatch? I had like one of my regulars show up and watch me play Overwatch. And he's just like, oh. Actually, it was kind of funny because he's like, I've heard of this game, but I've never wanted to buy it. And then he's like, I'll watch you play it. And he's like, asking me a thousand questions as I play the game. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. I'm trying to shoot people right now. <laughs> so I was, it was hard for me to actually like read what they were saying and then go, go back and like kill people. So um, interesting, interesting night. Right on. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll buy it for Devin to review. By the way, uh, Devin reviewed N plus plus and liked it a lot, so you should go to the site as well to re- read that. Check it out. Uh, I actually have the review pulled up. It was on my to do list. Is it? Where is? It? Yeah. There you go. Uh, number three and the last one. Sushi Go from Lemix Labs is now out on iOS, not Android. Sorry, Brett. Uh, if you played Noodles, which was the free game for iOS users last week or maybe two weeks ago, it's from the same guy. And uh, he's a big he's a big like card board game person. So the Sushi Go game is based off like a card game, mm. uh, and he made the iOS version. So um, 
quote, yeah, past sushi, it's sushi go. The goal is to grab the best combination of sushi dishes as they whiz by, score points by making the most maki rolls or for collecting the full set of sashimi, dip your favorite nigiri in wasabi to triple its value, but be sure to leave room for dessert or else you'll eat your score. Gather the most points and cater yourself <laughs> the sushi master. I love sushi so much. Yeah. That is like, I do it once a week. This game must be, this is a must try for me. It's a little on the expensive side. I was going to pick it up and it's like six bucks. So, Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So I might, uh, I don't usually say this like out in the open, but I might kind of just wait for a little bit of a sale or something. Oh, someone sounds like bread. Brett, do you eat sushi? I know you're a vegetarian, but do you eat any fish at all? Nope, no fish. No, but I'll, I could. Just, I, I've had like I've had sushi. Yeah, like no. the vegetarian stuff. There's every every sushi restaurant has vegetarian sushi. Yeah, yeah. The one that I go to, I think, I think me and uh, Steve went there once. Yep. And uh, I think we got the veggie roll. It was like mm-hmm. the one with um, uh, sweet potato and bean curd and avocado on top. Oh my goodness! Yeah, sounds familiar. We got so the we got good. the boat. Oh, we got the boat. Oh, yeah, and we I went think, all out. And I think the boat had a bunch of stuff on it. So, mm. oh man, I love that place. I go once a week. Yeah, and it's like sushi's not cheap. No, so it's like it's <laughs> part of my. It's like part of my your budget. My, my weekly budget. My weekly <laughs> sushi budget. Sushi budget on mint. <laughs> um. Yeah, I love sushi too. This like I'm going to I'm going to Foes in like an hour. I can't wait. Oh nice. yeah. We've got yeah. a decent full place over here. I just like it's hard to get. Uh, funny enough, there's this one dude. I've actually tweeted about them a few times. Uh, Mojo Music here in Oakville. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a, an amazing chef, too. Like he's really good at cooking food. So he always right. makes food for his uh, employees and stuff for lunch. Right. And if I'm there around lunch, he usually makes me something. And he makes like the best pho and the best. Um, uh, he just makes, yeah, just all those types of soups. Yeah, he's an Asian dude at Peter Tong, but uh, yeah, like I've never had like really good pho before, like homemade, like good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I usually just go to a restaurant, and then you know the one that that's over here is kind of a little, kind of a little cheap, you know, like the meat's not really, yeah, amazing, you know. But which one do you go to? Is it good? Uh, the one I go to is uh, I go to uh, actually okay, I go to a couple different ones. There's two up on the hill, on the mountain that I love to go to, and then I just found this new one uh, downtown on uh, James Street North, not the one on Cannon mm-hmm. in James, but it's on like James in the uh, just a little side street, and it's oh man, they had this black bean uh, tofu dish. It was just so. It was off the hook. Nice. It was just so good. And then I was like, I could use some bread just to go with the sauce because it was just like a really good sauce that like a hearty bread would go with. And I guess uh, Asians don't do bread. So they brought me a giant bowl of rice. (laughs) I was like, okay, I don't know what to do with this. Then I just put it in the sauce and it made it even doper. So I was just like, oh, man, it it just was like it was just perfect. Um, (laughs) Perfect. It's it's on James North, eh? Yeah, it's like on James and uh, uh, I can't remember. So if you're traveling north on James, it's on the left or, or right side. Go to the left. Left side. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 not hard to miss. It's like right there. 
but there there will be a foes on the right, and I've been there also. It's kind of I call that the ghetto foes, mm-hmm. and it's not great. So is it past like all the Portuguese stuff, like the Ola Bakery and and uh, oh, it's before the Ola Bakery. It's before the Ola, okay, yeah. We could go sometime, Dan, if you ever come to the city. Yeah, man, let's do it. If I'm actually coming come. today, but you're coming today. I gotta go for rehearsal. Oh, where are you performing? Uh, when? Where? Uh, well, I'm just going for a rehearsal, um, but I will be performing at in uh, the Burlington Performing Arts Center on October 14th. Oh, that's too far away. Hi. Yeah, it's kind of far. Oh, yeah, there's a hype. There's things hype. <laughs> there <we go. laughs> come come to that show. Yo, do it. Carol Wellsman is also playing the bigger room on the same night, so <laughs> she's right. she's freaking amazing. So that's it for news cool. time. That's right. it. Nice. Yeah, that's it. News, news, news. News. What's the news. so wait? What's the? Because you used to just do news, news, news. What's the? Oh, it's nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> just we're, just, we're, we're just making up new ones. News, 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 news. <laughs> yeah, that's it now. <laughs> that's fair. I like I like our original one because it does sound kind of newsy. It sounds a little sports sportsy too. Well, this used to be a sports news, podcast. News. So. Yeah, it was a hybrid podcast. We we stopped talking about sports altogether. I'm down for just talking about sports again, though. But. <laughs> <laughs> I've retired from sports. Are, are the Jays going to make the? Nope. No, they're not going to make let's it. Let's not talk about that. Why not? I'm just curious. I'm just. We're curious. not. We we banned sport talk. Uh, it got you, banned. Steve, answer my question. Uh, Off, offline, offline, <laughs> probably. Probably okay. At least right. the wild card game. Okay, well that counts. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, so what's up? <laughs> well, okay. So topic. <laughs> Question of the week. Topic of the week. Uh, it's from Alex M. Uh, you can follow him at Alex M Music One on Twitter. What do you guys think of the PlayStation Pro? Will you purchase? Nope. This goes into. Oh. <laughs> All right. Topic over. Thanks, everyone. Topic over. Not See you later. It's stupid. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this goes into another sort of semi discussion of whether or not like power really matters in game consoles and games nope. in general doesn't matter pack it up <laughs> all right brett kicking you off the podcast <laughs> <laughs> you can't kick him off because of his opinion yeah no but he's he's trying to end the podcast uh oh, all right, right after giving his I opinion i won't put some chill music on while you try to make a point <laughs> okay I'll, I'll tell you well let me answer his first question yeah hells yeah i'm getting it i pre-ordered it first day boom mainly because I'm kind of, in all all honesty, I'm kind of the perfect person in the marketplace to buy the PS4 Pro because I don't have a PS4 yet. Mm -hmm. I did recently just buy an HDR 4K television. Um, I'm a PlayStation fan. I've I've owned them all thus far. I'm usually like a late adopter. And, you know, not having one is just like, I, I don't care about the fact that it doesn't have 4K Blu-ray. Right. Because in my opinion, I'm not going to buy a bunch of 4K Blu-rays and it's it'll stream 4K. There's like 50, it's not even 50 4K Blu-rays even available. 
and they're releasing at the rate of like a couple a month right now. So it's like not really that big of a deal. Like everybody's making such a big deal about the fact that it doesn't have 4K Blu-ray. And I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure because since Sony's kind of like at the forefront of all of that, that's that, that's kind of everybody's biggest point. Sony's at the forefront of all this 4K stuff. They got 4K Blu-ray players. Why why don't they have 4K in their in their new system? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, because they probably know <laughs> that it's not a massive market. Yeah. You know, because they have all the metrics on that and they probably yeah. know that 4K is probably going to die to streaming. You know, <laughs> everybody's going to want to stream 4K. Nobody's going to want to buy 4K Blu-rays. Yeah, we can't stream 4K yet. We can't. Well, we we can, but it's too expensive. Well, you can the- you can stream 4K. Uh, I mean, they got 4K Ultra HD on, just on Netflix even, but it's not like. Yeah, but it's perfect. still expensive to the player, to the user. Right. Because like that, that's bandwidth, man. That's 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 a heavy download. Yeah, it's you know it is, but uh, you know internet's getting cheaper and cheaper, really. And yeah, but not everybody has endless, uh, inter- like endless data, right? Like I have, I have unlimited for Rogers, but some people don't get the unlimited. So yeah, some people don't get unlimited, but are they gonna stream a 4K movie that they're probably only gonna watch maybe once or twice, or are they gonna buy a thirty-five dollar Blu-ray? You know what I mean? It's 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 comparable, right? And in the end, I just think streaming is going to beat all that out anyway. I think Sony knows that. Maybe in PS5, a couple of years down the road, if if uh, Blu-ray turns out to actually be a thing, 4K, maybe. But I, I personally think it was a fine move because I, I don't care about it. So I'm just kind of like I'm I'm in the perfect demographic to get it. So I yeah. just got it right away. Uh, <clears throat> I did pick it up as well. I pre-ordered it. Uh, I couldn't pre-order it on the first day. I was getting worried. Can I have your old PlayStation 4? No, I'm going to trade that in. Oh, all right. Can I buy it off you? <clears throat> yeah, also. Uh, maybe. All right. A friend of mine, I just remember now, I might tra- not trade it because a friend of mine at work wants to buy it. All right. I guess I'm not that friend. What would you What would you pay for it? Uh, how much do you want to sell it for? How much is a PS4 Pro? <laughs> $600. There you go. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll probably sell it for like two hundred dollars. Mm, I'd buy that off you. All right, let me. I'll talk to my friend. But anyways, um, I'd like to buy it for like one fifty, but two hundred. All right. It has a one terabyte hard drive. That's my kind of. Mm-hmm. That's that's my pitch. That means like absolutely nothing to me. Well, but if you buy it new, though, it comes with a five hundred. Do I get all your dope trophies with it? No, that God, that no. makes it two hundred. No, <laughs> that would make it five thousand dollars. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd probably yeah, I'd, I'd throw two bills at you for it. <laughs> All right, let me talk to my friend. Um, anyways, I I did pre-order it mostly because I like I don't have uh we have a, a fifty-five or fifty-eight inch like TV, mm-hmm. but it's not four K. I was mm-hmm. looking at four K televisions last night, and I don't want to like go down in size. I rather I want to keep the same like size television, but the like fifty-five four K inch televisions are like you know fifteen hundred dollars. Uh, which is still way cheaper than what it was like two years ago when I was looking, but so I don't, I won't have like a 4k television. So I really am just buying it just cause I'm a Sony fanboy and I'm just sort of prepping for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I think like, I, I wonder like why they decided to do this instead of just release the PlayStation five in like two years, like in 2017, you announce it in the 2018, it's out, and that would be PlayStation Four came out in like 2013. That would be like five years, which was the norm. Um, it's five, it's five years the norm for a 
console life? That's what it was Heck. for everything except for like PS3 and Xbox 360, but that might have just been because of the financial crisis. It's usually a 10-year lifespan, usually. But like Xbox 360, Xbox, or sorry, Xbox One, the first Xbox to Xbox 360 was like four years. PS1 to PS2 is like five years. N64 to GameCube is like five years. Like it's usually like four to six years. Yeah, with, not, with, 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 like, with like a few years of crossover, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Granted, like it's not like games just suddenly die on the old console unless it's a Nintendo console. But um, yeah, PlayStation Four came like out. Like the Xbox and, 360 came out in 2005. Yeah, so 360 and PS3 are the only ones that kind of break that trend. But and Xbox One came out in 2013, so that's a eight-year dev life. Yeah, I part of me thinks that was just because the financial crisis like in 2008 they didn't have the money for r&d so they just everyone just fired everyone because mm-hmm. every console before then has always been like four to six years um so so i wonder like i'm i'll get like i'm i got it i'm going to pre-order it but you know it doesn't really do that much more it's perfect for a guy like dan who has like who's kind of already set up for the tv and doesn't have a ps4 already but mm-hmm. the kind of casual PlayStation 4 people who mm-hmm. have the game and who just kind of play it, uh, I don't think they'll pick this up. They might just yeah. pick it up after their console dies or whatever. Probably. Which is also a reason why I want to get a new console, because my console is kind of, uh, it's a launch one, and it's kind of on the fritz. So. Oh, that price just went down. <laughs> <laughs> no, $250. No, I think that sounds like a 150 if it's fritzing. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I, I don't think they're going to sell a ton of PS4 Pros because I think I think you're right. Like a lot of casual gamers, a lot of people have a PS4 Pro for, you know, that that they only play casually and use it as a great mm-hmm. glorified DVD player or something like that. They're not going to go for it. Um, I think it's mainly for late adopters like, like me and people who are like highly discriminant with uh graphics and whatnot and absolutely have to have the best possible Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. yeah i mean if you're if you're a huge graphics guy though like don't you just you just play on pc like yeah yeah um and if anyone thinks that they're like oh pc parts are going to cost too much it's not you could spend that six hundred dollars and still get yourself a pretty top end pc for six hundred maybe a little bit more but six you still get a pretty decent powerful computer for six bills yeah, but then you need a 4K screen to run it on, which is going to cost double. Yeah. But you're, everyone who's buying a 4K screen is buying a 4K screen. Like, yeah. There's no – besides a PC, a PC player or a TV or a console player still has to pay out the nose for a 4K screen right now. I got a um, – I got mine at um, Costco, actually. I was – look, I went to 2001, went to Best Buy, went to a few other places – um, and then I found the best price on an LG, and I wanted an LG because I really like their WebOS system. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I found the best price at Costco. It was like thirteen was or twelve, twelve ninety eight or something like that. How big? Fifty five. Oh, true. Yeah, see, that's what I was looking at. I saw like there was like forty five inch uh, or forty inch televisions, four mm-hmm. K that were like six hundred dollars on sale at Best Buy right now. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at right now. And I was just like, damn. Because I remember when uh, when Heather and I first moved in together like two years ago or whatever, we were looking to get a new TV and we wanted to get a 4K because right. that was like we were just looking at, game, you know, playing for the future or whatever. 
uh, and they were they were like two grand for like a forty five yeah. inch. Like they were that's wild, hella expensive. So I was just like, nope. So we got like this. Uh, I think it was a Future Shop model. Like they have their own they have their own brand. So right. if it breaks, I'm kind of screwed. But uh, it's fine. It like displays a nice picture. It's just it's big, and it was like five hundred dollars for like a fifty five inch television. So nice. Yeah, the uh, yeah I got a 2016, so it's like the UHD, HDR, 4K, whatever, and um, yeah, it's impressive, man. Like when you when you stream like the 4K YouTube stuff, and you sit down, and you're like, whoa, this is pretty ridiculous. The funny thing is, is that um, when you're looking at the different sizes in the shops. There's, it's really weird because you know you see this the 55s, but they're next to the 65s mm. and the 70s, and you're kind of like, eh, 55s are pretty big, you know. <laughs> and then, and then you're like, no, I can't get it. No, I can't get 40 or 45. And then you end up going middle of the road selling for the 55. You get it in its place, and you're like, this is a massive. Yeah. <laughs> this is way bigger in this room than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Glad we didn't get the 60. You know. It's weird because I remember. I had a like a thirty three inch television. That was my first like high def TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we got this TV, I gave it to my parents. So now whenever I go home and and they put it in the basement or whatever, and I watch like the Jays game on it or something, I'm just like, right. this TV is so <laughs> tiny. Like, how did just I play? Like, yeah, how did I play yeah. games on this? That's why I know that if I get a four K like forty five inch television, I'm going to just mm-hmm. be like, my eyes are just used to look not to looking at something way bigger so i'm just going to look at it and be like this this shit's small <laughs> do you rem- remember standard definition yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> i affectionately refer to it as furry vision i remember uh standard playing like TV. smash brothers on like a you know 15 inch shitty television at my friend's place like tube television yeah exactly <laughs> i remember and playing like xbox 360 games on a standard definition television that was the worst too Watching sports and furry vision was the worst. Yeah. That's for sure. That's brutal. But um, yeah, man, I'm, I personally am excited about the PS4 Pro. But again, I fit right in the slot for it. Yeah. They kind of they made it for, I mean, dudes like me are the guys who are definitely going to pick it up. Um, I, I If I had a PS4 already, I, I probably wouldn't. I could almost guarantee that I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, uh, you know, they're coming out with the HDR update for PS4s. So, um, as a patch, which is, you know, that's going to be great anyway. And I just, I wouldn't have seen the value in spending the extra money, but, uh, in this, in the place that I'm at right now, it just makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, Brett, you don't have a PS4. You said you wanted a PS4. Yeah. Like I own pretty much every PS system. But I don't know. I'm not in a rush. Do you have them still, like in your apartment? Like, yeah, I have my PS1, my PS3. Um, I didn't. I, yeah, actually, I'd never bought a PS2. So, for some reason, I never bought a PS2. I don't know why, but I don't have one. That was like the system to have, bro. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I had. I didn't have it for some reason. I was. I, I don't know. That was like a weird dark, dark, dark age in my life. Sure. So I yeah. And uh, PS4, I would, I would buy one. Um, I don't like the price of it right now. I think it's too expensive for what it is. And I probably would rather sink that six hundred dollars into my PC because my PC does everything that PlayStation doesn't do. So it's a better investment, I think, going to the PC. So 
And the only thing that really makes me consider a PS3 uh, four is what exclusive games they have that I can't play on my PC. And uh, there's only like one or two, but so that doesn't justify the price yet. But we'll see. If I was working and making bank, then I would just be like, yeah, whatever, I'll buy it. But if for those who are on the budget, it's not worth it right now. Yeah. The PC is way. I'd rather tell people to invest their money into their PC because it's way more important device than a PS4 right now. Nino Kuni two, bro. I know Nino Kuni two, Dragon Warrior Builder, Final Fantasy fifteen. Like those are three big games that I want. So, but then again, here's the other flip side to that whole coin: is I don't want to pay seventy dollars a game. Yeah. Right. So that's the other side. It's just. <clears throat> Gaming on that system right now, and Xbox, and Nintendo, it's it's just really an expensive endeavor compared to my PC. So I don't know. I can get all almost all the same games on my PC for half the price. So what what about when NX comes out? Oh, that's a different story. Yeah, Zelda Zelda trumps everything. Pretty much, a reason goes out the window. Yeah, like you just pulled like a girlfriend question right there. <laughs> <laughs> but but like Zelda comes out on Wii U though. Um, I probably get on the NX because I will own an NX. Right. So the yeah, power like, does matter, is what you're saying? No, no, not not when it comes to Nintendo stuff ever. I'm not even buying it for the power. I'm buying the NX because I always own the Nintendo system. I own them all, so. Yeah, it would just be yeah. I'll get it on the NX. We should do. Uh, we should pre-order the NX at the same EB Games and then do a TorontoGameDevs.com like midnight release. You want me to go all the way to Toronto? Yeah. Buy an NX there. Yeah. And then walk, to bring it all the way back home without getting rolled. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> you can just walk. Maybe you can drive me home. We'll do a. We'll do the podcast in the car. Gideas two little girls <laughs> like yes we got our nxs finally <laughs> yep uh, yo we don't even know if that's going to play on a 4k screen yet we don't know anything uh, about it it could be huh? something that we don't know anything about it it could be something that yeah, displays no. onto it needs a wii u you need to have a wii u as well and it displays onto the controller that's like we don't know a single thing about that console and it blows my mind that it comes out in like six months I know. It's definitely going to be announced soon, though, right? You would think. Well, our, our assumption was TGS, right? But but Brett's uh, investigation work last podcast showed that it didn't yeah, seem Yeah, it says like otherwise. It. I yeah. did read an article that that they were not doing a TGS, but that it was going to be done at a Nintendo event. Uh, that's, that's what I'm assuming. There will be a Nintendo NX coming out. Uh, sorry, uh, Direct. Nintendo NX Direct will be coming out. I just don't think they can do a Direct because you would want you you want like pop, um, journalists to like get their hands on it and, and write about it, right? They could they could do it. I don't know. They could do the like Sony <coughs> thing where they do the Sony experience. They could do a Nintendo experience in America. They could do it. Yeah, I guess that like blow my mind if they did that. I guess what they could do is just announce it in the NX and be like, here it is. And then there's an event in like a month where people yeah. will go. And then that way you kind of get two day, two like rounds of like journalist activity, right? 
Right. Yeah, they could do something like that where it's like, here it is, and then hands-on here or something like that. That would work. That would make sense. See, that's that's the real that's the real question. Let's just talk about the NX every day until it comes out. <laughs> every podcast, just NX. Let's just make our own rumors up for it. Uh, you didn't even. We didn't even answer the other, the second part to the question. Power. Oh, power. Right. Yeah. That wasn't really part of the question. That was just my ad. My. Uh, right. Because I've been getting crucified on on Twitter for shitting on the 3ds. Yeah, because you're silly. But I just—it's just a weak ass system that's just not giving me the games that I want. Like it's porting over Wii U games now. Like what's what's the point of that? Why don't just play those on the Wii U? Like you're porting the only game that I could really see it making a Super Mario Maker is actually kind of makes sense because it uses the touch the thing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have online to share courses. So what the hell's the point? Yeah, I don't understand the no online part. It's kind of dumb. The but. second thing is the is the Kirby game that came out. I forget what they actually called it. Uh, that game the was robot? fun. Um, yeah. The the one where you like draw the path for their, for Kirby to roll down or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, it was a DS game back in the day. Loved it. They made a three uh, a Wii U version. Loved it. Yep. I thought they would port that, but they're porting like Yoshi's Woolly World, and, which looks good. And uh, and they've already ported the Hyrule Warriors, which apparently runs like shit on the system. Yeah, I want that game, but the Wii U version is awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, I have the Wii U version. Yeah, it's dope. I got the season pass or whatever you call Same it, like the, the bundle for the DLC. You could ride a Pona. Yep. Oh, it's dope. Yeah, I kind of wish that everything that they released on uh, the the Game Boy one was on the Wii U also, because I'm like, all that content is being wasted there. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, there's definitely games that could be well suited on the platform but to me it's just it's just like a Wii console that was even outdated like that phones even trumped mm-hmm. like when when the system even came out and when mario the biggest news over this last iphone event or ios event was mario being on ios because now you'll have a portable mario that looks awesome and you didn't have that before mm-hmm. and everyone was super excited for it until they found out it was like an infinite runner and now they're shitting on it but they're pumped when they found out that it was going to be like a really awesome Mario game, like in the palm of your hand on a system you actually want to play. Um, yeah. And everybody I'm, shits all over everything though. Oh, that, yeah. Just, it's an endless stream of manure on the internet, man. Like nobody ever is unanimously in favor of nothing. No, I know. It's true. So much negativity. It's crazy. For me, I'm like, I don't care about power it doesn't matter it's all about gameplay and the game like the game is all that matters right doesn't matter how much power it has to make this game it comes down to dope mechanics and dope story everything else is not important but power so, power improves like power no. creates new gameplay experiences okay gta we, wasn't okay. anything until gta 3 came into 3d and that wasn't possible until it was on the ps2 but no one likes GTA one and two. They're like fun games I to like play for GTA a little bit. I like GTA one and two. Yeah, but they're nothing compared to three. Like they three changed okay, the industry. See, here's what you're here's what here's where you're going wrong with it. All right. <laughs> now evolution of games is a thing. That's a natural progression of going from one one style to the next to the next era. Now that happens regardless. That's just how technology works. It doesn't matter based off of the power call. of the system. Like it just it's 
that is a natural progression. We're going to get to 3D. So yes, naturally we will need a more powerful system to give us these new experiences. But now that we're in this era of 3D, we don't we don't need to rely on the power anymore. The power is already there. Like it's there. It's always there now. So now it's all about making good game experiences, dope mechanics, new ideas, new stories, things that we can explore now. Now, yes, we can, we couldn't have done VR yet, but we were we were slowly working our way up there to have the technology to do VR. Yes. Now we're in the VR era. Now it's all about gameplay experiences, stories, mechanics. What are we going to be doing with this technology? So, yes, you do need power and technology to help drive the future of games. But when we're in this era of stuff already, it doesn't actually matter. How powerful the new PS4 is does not actually matter. It's not pushing anything that we don't already have, right? Like, my computer is still probably more powerful than the PS4. And my my computer is a piece of junk, <laughs> right? I've had this thing for like four to five years now. It's a piece of junk. And it runs pretty much everything, right? So power actually doesn't matter to the point of new games coming out. I guess It doesn't matter. I guess in the end, it's all about making the most out of what you have available to you in, yeah. in the hardware, right? So, I mean, you don't have to... You could take advantage of that power, but yep. but take a game like you know that people really love, like Shovel Knight, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, so this is an experience that obviously doesn't take full advantage of uh, of, oh. of hardware because it doesn't need to. It's it's mm-hmm. focused on other things. At the same time, you know Shovel Knight, you couldn't just play that on an NES. Yeah, you know it's it's it was it's too advanced for that system. So it's like you know we're we're always still pushing forward and and. You know, they wanted it to be pretty authentic, but they also wanted yeah. to to take it to the next level. Um, you know, with particle effects and different types that of things. That game could have been do. made without today's technology, though. Like, because they they kept like that. That's a game that could have probably been made back in the day, also. Yeah, um, well, you would have had to cut some fat for sure. Like, I yeah. read I read a few uh, Gamma Sutra articles about what what they did, and they were like, you know, we wanted to keep it in yeah. the zone, but there's a few colors that we had to add that couldn't be on the NES. A few yeah. things like particle effects and whatnot that wouldn't be able to display that many sprites. Exactly, and they did parallaxing oh. backgrounds, which you can't yeah, do. Yeah, that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, but, there but is things like, in there. But I, I agree. I do agree with Brett. I mean, I, I, I have, like, a lot of great experiences with with games. Like, you know, if, if somebody were to re-release Chrono Trigger, sort of an HD version of that, mm-hmm. um, where it was just maybe tighter, a little bit, a little bit more advanced uh, effects, you know, smoother looking, smoother whatever you know i'd be fine with it i'd be fine with the original mm-hmm. wouldn't have changed uh, for me all of that much it, it, to me it is largely about gameplay and story and whatnot but um i also kind of agree with steve like you know there's when i got an n64 and i played you know the first about the first like wayne gretzky 3d hockey or mario 64 or something like that i was like blown away i, th- I like I had to have this this was so much fun this was crazy brand new experience you know mm. well, i was doing everything i possibly could to get an n64 <clears throat> my parents went and buy me one and i was entering every single contest i could like enter i was saving up every single dollar and penny that i could get from allowance i wanted one so badly um i think i think what just more just upsets me more not upsets me because whatever they can do whatever they want with their own thing it's just that i want the nx to be like i want nintendo to be relevant again because they really have fallen 
in the last, like with the Wii U. How have they fallen? Who has? No one has a Wii U, man. Yeah, and all those people are actually missing out on some of the greatest games that have been made in like the last five years. I agree, but like that's they, their fault. You don't, that's their problem. It has nothing to do with technology. Those you, people who are sitting there not buying a Nintendo Wii U because of technology, they're stupid. No, but they're just playing out dumb. There's no like third party games on there. Great games, and I want Nintendo to have one system where they can just put all their like all of their. Uh, studios all of their work onto one thing like I'm kind of tired of having like two like two tier like two systems for two pillars I guess uh, from Nintendo because they make like such good games that I just want like one location to have all of these games and so yeah but that's every rumor with NX is what I've been what I've kind of taken from them is that it's going to be something that is portable that you can like just plug into your TV or whatever and play like it's going to be like a hybrid of both so when they announced all these 3DS games, which were really just like Wii U like ports, I was just like, "Why? Like, why are these teams working on like NX stuff?" Still make money, man. Yeah, but sometimes you gotta you have to like look to the future, and I don't, we don't know what Nintendo's working on for the NX. Yeah, but these games too have probably been sitting in the pipeline, right, in development, and then they're like, "Well, we're like, even if they're switching gears, they still have all this development time put into these games, so they have to come out." So they might have told those dev teams like, "Hey, this is the end. So get it done because you're moving on to NX." So that's probably this is like the last of the stuff. Like that's why we had a crappy Star Fox and whatever other craps coming out. Star Fox Guard or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really like it. Controlling that zero, game was whatever just like the called. weirdest shit ever. I'm yeah. looking at a bunch of articles and stuff, and most most people are are pointing to an October. Um, sort of uh, release of more facts and details about the NX. Yeah, they're trying to figure out the best possible release time of data <laughs> so they could get the sales that they want for March, right? So October makes the best window of telling us. I guess like but, if, if you're not going to do TGS, you wouldn't want to do it around TGS because everything will just be about those games, right? So you want, I guess you kind of want to... Life. Well, I th- I always find TGS to be a little under the radar, usually. Like I don't feel like a lot of information comes out of out of TGS usually, traditionally. Hmm. So I don't know. Nintendo Nintendo's just going to do whatever it wants to do. Yeah, that's what they've always done. Cool. Um, good talk. Power. Power. So I think we can all conclude oh, power, that power is no. everything, and oh. <laughs> yeah. you guys are I dumb. think we can all agree that power is everything and nothing. Yeah, power does not exi- matter. It doesn't even as long as the game looks nothing. great, the gameplay doesn't matter at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically what Brett said. I think <laughs> that is not what I said. You guys are idiots. Go buy a Wii U and play all the dope Nintendo games that came out. Yo, I have a hard machine. Wii U at the same time, by the same token, as long as the game is, as long as you know, if the game is great, you know, it'd be good if it didn't look like shit. Yeah, man, I've been playing Starbound for like the last ten days. That doesn't look like shit to me. It's an old school looking pixel art game, right? No, those yeah. look those look awesome. Like yeah, pixel but art is no, dope. there's no need for power behind them, right? Yeah. Right. So power doesn't matter. It's all in the mind of the people. What kind of game is Starbound? Um, so like a two D Minecraft sort of thing, like yeah, stuff? yeah, that's okay. the best way to say like, it. Like uh, Ter- Teria or whatever it was called. Aria, yeah. But yep. you couldn't do it on a on a Nokia 
phone from that I had in high school. Ooh, Starbound's coming uh, to PlayStation Vita. I could cool. barely play Snake on that phone. <laughs> you know, I remember playing uh, like a Call of Duty 2 game on my like flip phone back in the day, and it was it was horrendous. It was terrible. You had well, to, you like, had more you, power. Yeah, you were just like this little like eight like pixel thing, and you just kind of like moved up, sort of like uh, Ikari Warriors on NES. Mm-hmm. If anyone ever played that, yeah. um, it was, but it was. It, was terrible because you're like trying to like control with like pressing like three and six on or four and six on the numpad or whatever uh so power is everything is what we conclude no more power now you're playing now you're playing with power make good games don't work don't rely on the power now you're playing with superpower um All right. If you want to follow Brett and all of his anti-power stuff, you can do so at Brett Meeser on Twitter at Game Dead Drinks at Hard uh, Circle. Yep. Um, or unfollow all those and just follow his dead TP Smoke account. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> unfollow him. And follow. You, you could follow the TP Smoke account if you want. Nothing's going on there. No, but you unfollow the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just follow his TP Smoke account. Make him switch back to TP Smoke. Mm. No, Dan, he didn't tweet out at all this this week. Nothing. Nothing. Not no, a single thing. Retweeted, but I think I had like one tweet, didn't I? Nope. No. So right. you retweet Robbie Duguay live now, London Symphony Orchestra. That was pretty cool. Uh, you retweet Russian Subway Dogs the trailer. Well, that should be the retweet of the week, right there. On our, you retweet Gear Music on our way to Roland Canada headquarters. On yeah, they did 909 Day this month. What does that mean? Uh, they used they had this old analog drum machine called the TR 909, and uh, and one of the most popular ones that was used in hip hop and stuff like that, like the TR 808. You know, Brett's probably heard of it. It's like yep. you know, when everybody talks about an 808 kick or snare or something like that, clap. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're re-releasing sort of digital versions of a lot of that kind of stuff, uh, uh, among other things. So they had a 909 day on the 9th of September and just released a ton of stuff. Nice. The digital still doesn't sound as good as the analog, though. <laughs> you uh, you never retweet, will. You retweet me when I asked about podcast stuff, and you retweet Jonathan Case. Uh, have I mentioned all of our RML PCBs are handmade for now? Yeah. Hashtags that I don't understand. Um, I'll make that tweet of the week. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but you can follow Dan at Composing Dan on Twitter. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Charming Game Devs. You can go to the site, charminggamedevs.com. You can go on YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, um, or promote the site on Reddit, rather. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, all that stuff. I will be tweeting more. I don't believe you. Yeah, that was a lie. <laughs> but I will be. I will be I, towards the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Christmas tweets for everybody. Until <laughs> until next week. <laughs> See ya. See you guys. <laughs>